baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Sem 45, quarter till eight. Tommy Tucker, WWL. Quickly to Brandy Christian, president and CEO of the Port of New Orleans and CEO of the New Orleans Public Belt Railroad. Good morning, Ms. Christian. How are you? Good morning, Tommy. How are you? Uh, I'm fine. Thank you. Okay to call you Brandy? Absolutely. Let's talk about the Louisiana International Terminal. This is a pretty big deal for the port. It is, it is. We got a, a early holiday present. <laughs> Tell us about it. It's $73 million from the Department of Transportation. Take, take. You know what, Brandy, let me take a step back. For people yeah. that don't know, you know, of the Port of New Orleans, but don't really know what it c- consists of or what constitutes it, give me a quick background on that, please, some context. Certainly. Uh, the Port of New Orleans is actually a uh, state agency uh, that uh, represents uh, three parishes, uh, in the uh, primarily the cargo business uh, of moving uh, containers and break bulk cargo in the Mississippi River in Jefferson Parish, Orleans, and St. Bernard Parish. And have been working uh, to move goods throughout uh, the lower Mississippi for over 125 years and uh, really is the reason why Orleans was founded uh, when we go back historically uh, to why trade was created here on the Mississippi River and watching how shipping has changed for uh, centuries here on the river and really coming to this point in history, uh, seeing how shipping now has become containerized, we're moving to the forefront of building a state-of-the-art container facility in St. Bernard Parish. That is separate and distinct from Louisiana International Terminal? Yes, so uh, we currently have a facility, a Napoleon container facility in uptown New Orleans, and uh, we've been um, kind of uh, maxed out with the ship size. Uh, We can handle a ship about 10,000 TEUs because of the Crescent Connection Bridge. 10,000, what was that, Brandy? 10,000 what? TEUs. What is Uh, that? uh, 10,000 TEUs, which is a uh, measurement of a container box. So basically, a ship that can only take about uh, 10,000 TEUs is the measurement of a container. So about um, 10,000 containers or um, uh, size of ship that can get under the Crescent Connection Bridge. And once that size of ship cannot get under the bridge, basically, Louisiana would lose its ability to take vessels of any um, size above that. So we would lose our uh, rotation. Um, and lose all container shipping services into the Mississippi River. So basically, we need a facility downriver of the Crescent Connection Bridge. So explaining to this, explaining this to me like I'm in eighth grade, you can't yep. raise the bridge. So by building that facility, you offload the ships there and then send them upriver. Uh, actually, uh, both. You would. Um, unload uh, your uh, containers in the uh, facility in Violet, and they move from multiple modes. 
Uh, they can move by truck, by rail, and by barge. Uh, so we do all three, and that's really the magic of the New Orleans Gateway is that we have multiple ways of moving goods here in New Orleans as opposed to other ports, and that's why we're really a strategic gateway here in Louisiana. Um, we can unload. Um, the vessel can call um, in St. Bernard Parish, and then we can move by road, river, and rail into the heartland of America, and that's really why the federal government has granted this award through the Make a Grant program because uh, we can feed the heartland of the United States. You know, as you say that, it, it amazes me because, you know, you drive down Chapatula Street and you see the cranes and or maybe you, you see the trucks heading into the port and you see the construction going on in St. Bernard Parish. And we take it for granted living here and just even crossing a river on the Crescent City Connection. But we don't really, I, I think, realize how important this area is to the rest of the United States of America. It really is. The Mississippi River uh, feeds uh, really the United States, and it um, you know touches up uh, 14,000 miles of waterways up into Canada. Um, the agriculture that moves and the manufacturing is pretty phenomenal, and the opportunity um, for the state is huge. Um, when you look at the impact of the Louisiana International Terminal Project, it's about 18,000 jobs, new jobs to the state about 4,300 jobs in St. Bernard Parish and a billion dollars in new state and local tax um, that'll be created from the project. Um, so we're incredibly excited because obviously it keeps us relevant in the shipping industry, but it, you know, in kind of, as you said, in simple terms, it's like having an international airport. If you don't have a facility like this, you can't attract and retain manufacturers and logistics companies and retailers you really have to have a facility like this to be competitive to keep other companies here. It's kind of like how we talk um, about you know the old days when we had oil and gas in Louisiana. We need to stay competitive in this industry or we chance losing those major anchors. Um, so really, we have to um, build this facility to stay relevant in the shipping industry. Okay, we've had some traffic troubles. Let me take a break. We'll go to traffic. We'll come back. We'll talk about these 18,000 jo uh, jobs that are very high-paying jobs, as I understand it. Uh, we'll talk about the total uh, cost of the project, the money from the Department of Transportation, what Louisiana International Terminal is going to look like. We're talking to Brandy Christian, President and CEO of the Port of New Orleans, CEO of the New Orleans Public Belt Railroad, we take it for granted every day, but we'll also talk about competition when we come back from Savannah and other port cities that the Port of New Orleans is facing. 751, 9 till 8, traffic now, WWL. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. 
755, 5 till 8. Tommy Tucker, WWO. Quickly back to Brandy Christian, President and CEO of the Port of New Orleans, CEO of the New Orleans Public Railroad. Brandy, this um, Louisiana International Terminal, I'm a little bit confused. Where is that going to be, and when do you, has ground been broken on it? When do you break ground on it? No, so uh, Louisiana International Terminal, the site is in Violet, Louisiana, which is in St. Bernard Parish, so downriver. But that's not what's being connection bridge. That's not what's being built now, or is it? No, no. no. So we are in the permitting phase of the project. So uh, we are doing uh, a um, Army Corps permit, uh, which is typically about a three-year permitting process with the Army Corps uh, doing a number of environmental studies. Uh, we anticipate that permitting process to go through 2025. Um, if we are successful with that permit, we would begin construction in 2025 with the first berth opening in 2028. So what is going on in St. Bernard Parish now? That's a project that the port is affiliated with or not? That, that That's the same project that you're referencing. But I thought I saw things being built there, no? No, no. Okay, nope. I must be thinking we, about We haven't started any construction. I must be thinking uh, about something some else. Testing. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I must no. be thinking about something yeah. else. Yep. So um, this is a portion of the money, right? Because all in all, you're talking about $1.8 billion, and you got $73 yep. million. Where's yeah. the rest of it come from? So the overall project is about $1.8 billion, and the, it's a combination of funding from um, both the uh, Port of New Orleans from our bond funding as well as $800 million from the private sector. Um, our partners are uh, Ports America and Terminal Investment Limited, which is an arm of um, MSC, which is one of the world's largest um, ocean carriers. Uh, so it'll be a partnership. They're bringing $800 million, and the state has already put uh, $30 million in the initial uh, development costs. So we have about $1.4 million already funded for the first phase of the construction along with this grant. What kind of competition does the port face? Does the Port of New Orleans face from other um, uh, ports, other markets? And what, what, are, what are the things that have your attention most when it comes to competition? You know, there's always um, tough competition in the shipping business, but there's also tremendous growth in the shipping business. I, I think we've seen a tremendous shift towards the Gulf as well as the eastern ports uh, with some of the challenges on the West Coast, uh, but also with the Suez Canal and the Panama Canal um, opening up that has created a lot of opportunity, but also a lot of growth in population that's happened in the southeast. Um, we've seen tremendous opportunity there. So for us, really, where the biggest opportunity lies, you know, we're a natural export market because of the petrochemical, uh, the plastic resins that we produce, and the poultry that the state produces, both in Louisiana and the surrounding states. Um, our greatest opportunity is to attract more imports. Uh, we're not a large population in Louisiana, um, and uh, when you look at our competitors, like in Texas, huge population, that's why they attract a lot of imports. And if you look at container shipping on the West Coast, uh, that's really a lot of imports coming in there. Um, so that's really the biggest opportunity with this project is attracting more retailers for distribution coming into Louisiana. And we're starting to see that. Um, you're seeing um, different distribution centers going into Baton Rouge, Lafayette, 
into the North Shore with cold storage facilities, Medline, Amazons, those types of facilities. Um, logistics is really becoming a huge industry in this country. When you look at Charleston, Savannah, I mean, these cities have grown around these industries. That's really the, um, a great opportunity for a new economy for this state. And that's what we're really working toward is to marry that with our manufacturing base here in the state. And having a facility like this will really um, be that driver. I, I could talk to you about eight, for like eight hours about this, so you have to come back. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate your time. I really do. Have a happy new year. Thank you. Happy New Year. You bet. Brandy Christian, President and CEO of the Port of New Orleans, CEO of the New Orleans Public Belt Railroad. We take it for granted every day when we drive down Chapatula Street or cross across the city connection. Or take Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.